you're listening to Crud Talk, a ministry of 50 shades of grace. Everybody's got a story. I'm guessing like me, you've been hurt before. But what if I told you there was more to this life than being stuck in the hurt and sin of your past? Hey, we all have crud, but it's how we deal with it that makes all the difference. Today's episode is brought to you by a generous sponsor just like you. We thank you for your gift, which allows us to share hope and continue to help people deal with the crud in their lives. So thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Crud Talk. I am Sonia Bruner. How are you doing? Well, it is Freedom Week, right? The 4th of July, and I hope that you are safe and with those that you love, and we are so thankful for those that have served to protect us and keep us safe. Uh, Got to see the Blue Angels um, do their show. What a cool air show that was. They came right over our house, too. It was pretty cool. But so thankful, again, for the freedoms that we have. And so today we're going to be talking about freedom. And I want to give you um, just a warning right up front. If you have any triggers, this would be an episode that is for an adult audience only, for a mature audience only, okay? Just want to give you a a disclaimer about that, about what we're going to be talking about. So what is freedom? The power or right to act, to speak, or to think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. The freedom to think and feel as you want, when you want. The state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. Freedom, which is defined by the Merriam-Webster as the quality or state of being free, such as the absence of necessity, coercion, or constraint in choice or action. Liberation from slavery or from the power of another. According to the UN, human rights include the right to life and liberty, freedom from slavery and torture, freedom of opinion and expression, the right to work and education, and many more. Everyone is entitled to these rights without discrimination. So my question is, is everyone free? In order to understand what freedom is, we need to understand what slavery and bondage is. What is bondage? Bondages, captivity, or chains, or strongholds. Listen to what Second Peter, Second uh, Peter two verse nineteen says. Listen to this: For you are a slave to whatever controls you. What is a slave? A person who is forced to work for and obey another, and is considered to be their property. An enslaved person. A person who is controlled by another. As we celebrate freedom. I'm thinking about all the ones who are not free. According to the Department of Defense in January 2023, the most current statistics on the worldwide human trafficking epidemic, it's estimated that there are 40 million slaves in the world. I'm going to stop right here and tell you there is no possible way that any of us know how many numbers are there. None of us can know that for sure. That really scares me. To be totally honest with you, that freaks me out. Think of the numbers, people. If it was 1 million, it's too many. If it was 1,000, it's too many. So what is human trafficking? Human trafficking involves the use of force, fraud, or coercion to obtain some type of labor or commercial sex act. 
Every year, millions of men and women and children are trafficked worldwide, including right here in the United States. It can happen in any community, and victims can be any age, race, gender, or nationality. Traffickers might use the following methods to lure their victims in trafficking situations. Violence, manipulation, false promises of well-paying jobs, romantic relationships, other girls or other women to help lure them to make them seem legit. Language barriers, barriers and f- fear of their traffickers and or the fear of law enforcement. Ooh, that's a whole nother show. Frequently keep victims from seeking help making human trafficking a hidden crime. Most of the times, I'm gonna gonna pop right in here, most of the times when an an arrest is made in human trafficking, it is the victims that get arrested. It is the victims that get arrested. Remember that, we need to change that up, okay? We need to decriminalize the victims of human trafficking. Okay, that's a whole nother show. Traffickers look for people who are easy targets for a variety of reasons, including like psychological or emotional vulnerability, um, economic hardship, lack of social safety net, natural disasters, political instability, no parental relationship or engagement. Hmm. The trauma caused by the traffickers can be so great that many may not identify themselves as victims or ask for help, even in public settings. There was a big case elizabeth smart you probably remembered that she was taken from her home abducted and she was um covered uh, with a head covering i believe and her face was covered and that people asked her why didn't she ask for help when she was around other people she was scared to death that's why she didn't ask for help she was afraid of what he would do to her or her family A lot of people think that human trafficking is when a child or a person is taken or kidnapped, but that's not the case in most cases. Traffickers intentionally deceive and manipulate people they know. This process is called grooming. Traffickers and exploiters may befriend new people or recruit those already in their social community and family circles. This happens over time. Trafficking can happen in the home or in the neighborhood without even being moved around. I think that's really important to, to state that. Human trafficking is the second largest international crime industry. It's going to surpass the arms trade. I bet it already has. In my opinion, I bet it has. The idea is that drugs can only be consumed once and then they're gone. But human beings can be used multiple times, thus increasing the profit based on product use. So here, here we go. Here's what we're talking about here, folks. $99 billion is estimated to be made annually through sex trafficking alone. And remember, we don't even know the true numbers because there's no way we could possibly know. What about all the people that never are heard from again? Mm-hmm. $51 billion per year is estimated from forced labor trafficking. Okay, 21 million victims worldwide are believed to be victims of forced labor. Okay, and here's, a, here's a, a one thing that I've learned recently. One in six runaways reported in the United States are likely to become victims of sex trafficking. 20% of human trafficking victims are children. I would say that number is too low. Females who are forced into a domestic servitude often are sexually exploited. So that goes hand in hand. Not only are they forced into labor, but they also are forced into sexual acts as well. Here's what we're talking about here. Money is powerful. In this world, money is power. 
It allows you to do what you want and to not depend on anyone or anything. Listen to what the Bible says, 1 Timothy 6, verses 9 through 10. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Oh, man. (sighs) Sex is all so powerful because that's the way it was created. That's the way it was designed. Sex done God's way is awesome. Anything other than his way is broken and void of all that God, God designed that to be. It's less than it should be. We know that lots and lots of people are having sex. I get it. It's everywhere. But here's the thing. If it's really not a big deal having sex the way we want to, when we want to, then why are millions of people being forced to do it against their will? Why would people have to take it by force ever? A man says, I want you. The woman says, yes. Everyone gets their needs met. Nobody gets hurt. Everybody's happy, right? Wrong. Why do we have human trafficking? What's driving this? It's because of the consumers. No consumers, no slaves. The pornography industry, let's just jump right in here. That industry alone generates $12 billion in revenue per year. 70% of internet, internet porn traffic occurs from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the workday. <laughs> 2.5 billion emails, 2.5 billion emails per day are pornographic related in some way. One in five women use the internet for sexual purposes habitually every week. 28,000 people per second are watching pornography on the internet. Per second. One in three visitors to adult websites are women. The estimated number of people who have sexual addictions in the United States alone are 12, some, get this, they can't even say, 12 to 30 million people in the United States that have a sex addiction. One out of three men self-report that they are addicted to pornography. And we wonder why sexual abuse against kids is so prevalent. Here, listen to this. 93% of kids who are victims of sexual abuse know their abuser. Less than 7% are abused by strangers. 70% of all reported sexual abuse assaults occur with children ages 17 and under. Again, If it's not a big deal having sex with whoever, the way we want to and when we want to, then why are millions of people being forced to do it against their will? If it's all good, why would people have to ever be forced? And why would people have to take it by force? Still questioning how our world is okay with sexual exploitation and selling human beings for sex? Oh my word, you combine the power of money with the power of sex and you have a catastrophic tsunami that can invade or flood and destroy everything it touches. In Galatians 5 verse 14, it says, we are to love our neighbor as ourself. Think about it. Just think about it. Satan is brilliant. If he can get us to hate one another instead of love and to devour each other, pornography, prostitution, rapists, human beings selling humans for sex and paying for humans to rape just because they can, 
the human race is going to implode on itself. And that's exactly what's happening. Why is this a big deal to me? When I was five years old, I was sold to men for sex. I was groomed, abused, raped, tortured repeatedly by my mother's boyfriend. He did anything and everything to appease his sexual appetite. If I would cry or tell him no, he would threaten to kill me or my mom. If I didn't do what he wanted, he would make good on that threat. He'd beat her, he'd he'd do anything just to let me know, you better do what I say. One day he allowed men in the room to watch and that was the first time I was ever sold. Sometimes it was one man at a time, but most of the time it was multiple men. I can't tell you how many men have raped me. He sold me, Sonia, to other men so they could hurt me and rape me. He made money from doing that to me. He tried to break me. He did unspeakable things to my body, to my heart, and worse yet, to my mind. Is this personal to me? Absolutely. People will still tell me that they never knew this was happening to kids. Some people have said these words to my face that they thought it was made up. What makes us free? That's the question. What makes us free? In order to be free, a person must be allowed to be free. It's like this. In order for the bird to fly away free out of the cage, someone has to open the door and let them out. Talk about opening the door and letting them out. Tim Ballard is the founder and CEO of Operation Underground Railroad. You'll see O-U-R, which rescues children from sex trafficking rings. He spent over a decade working as a special agent for the Department of Homeland Security, where he was deployed as an undercover operative for the U.S. Child Sex Tourism Jump Team. I'd love to be on that team. Probably not because it'd be horrific, but I'd like to fight the bad guys. There's a movie about his story and child trafficking that will come out July 4th in all the movie theaters. It's called The Sound of Freedom, starring Jim Caviezel, which tells the story about a mission that Tim was on where he rescued a boy from child traffickers and then learns that the boy's sister is still captive and decides to do something and save her. When time starts running out, he quits his job. Can you imagine? And goes deep into the Colombian jungle, putting his life on the line to free this little girl from a life of rape and torture as a sex slave, probably death too. Go see the movie. (laughs) You will learn a lot about human trafficking and what you can do and where you can send your money to help. People ask me all the time, how can I help? Go see the movie, that's a start. This movie is going to be unlike anything you've ever seen because it is 1000% true. Let me tell you something about the traffickers. The traffickers know that people will spend the money to buy the kids, but not spend the money to save the kids. They're counting on that. Go see the movie educate yourself and then ask what you can do to help and then do it. What can we do? We can do something. We must be informed. We must be prayerful and we we need to be willing to roll up our sleeves and work hard to accomplish positive outcomes for all people. Are we free? That's my question. Are we free? We have a choice. Are we just going to stick our heads in the sand and ignore it? Not my life, not my problem, let someone else fix it. We can't do that anymore. You can't unknow what you know. 
People ask me, why are you putting all your stuff out there like you do? Because now you can never, ever again say that you don't know someone who has been trafficked. You can never say that again. I am living. I'm the living, breathing face of someone right here. Not someone over there, right here. I'm right here. We can't save everyone, but we can do something. The question is, do you have the courage? What is courage? Courage is the ability to do something even if we're afraid to do it. Even when we fear that it's gonna cause us pain to do it and to do it anyway. A coward is afraid to face the truth. A coward would rather live a lie. A coward will hurt others and not care. A coward will make excuses. A coward will ignore what is happening right before their eyes. People ask me all the time, Sonia, how did you make it through all of that? I had hope out of the mouth of a dirty, unloved girl who nobody wanted. She knew there was more. I had hope. Hope is powerful. If you have hope, you can do anything. Without hope, all is lost. In order to be free, the door has to be opened. When I was about to turn 12 years old, I had been beaten and I prayed, God, if you're real, help me. And the next day I was able to call the police and I was rescued. The door was opened and I was free. And then I met a man who opened the door and set me free. His name is Jesus. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world, that's you and I, that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And this is the gospel, that while we were sinners, Jesus Christ died on the cross and took our place. In faith, I place my trust in Jesus and I turn from my sin. I ask him to forgive me and he does. And by the, his grace, I walk with him forever knowing that he will never leave me or forsake me and I am loved. Did you hear what I said? I am loved. The girl nobody loved, the girl nobody wanted. Jesus said, I want you, I love you. Jesus did rescue me. He did save me. Jesus saw the real me and loved me. (laughs) Jesus did love me enough to stay. There was more. He was my more. He was my hope. Why do I do what I do? Hope is powerful. If you have hope, you can do anything. Without hope, all is lost. People need to know that there is hope. Go see the movie. The Sound of Freedom comes out July 4th in all the theaters. Go see it. Someone has to open the door in order to be free. Help me open that door. Go to my website, sonyabruner.com. Share this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Oh, leave your comments. We can't save everybody, but we can do something. Help me open the door. That's why I do what I do. Hope is powerful. I'm Sonia Bruner. This is Crud Talk. See you next time.